I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us both, both into one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. This week. Uh, we're all dealing with what was either going on last week and probably is still going on by the time this episode airs. Quarantine, not quarantine, coronavirus is on everybody's minds. A lot of people are off work. A lot of people are staying home. It's social distancing, as we're calling it. Yeah. Which uh, is... It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's hard to deal with. We know it is. And uh, we know that every single thing that you follow has to have that coronavirus episode. So we're not going to do that to you. We are going to tell you what to media to consume yep. with all this extra time you probably have on your hands right now. We're going to give you the, the Film Critics' Choice Awards of the coronavirus. Yes. The Quarantine Awards. Yes. There will be no information gained here. If you need mm-hmm. any of that, go to the CDC. Go to who? Don't listen to podcasters. They don't know shit. No. We, the, the best we can do is tell you to do that. Listen to what these agencies who are paid a lot of money yes. to do. No one but the scientists. So we are going to tell you what movie to watch with this free time. We're going to tell mm-hmm. you what TV shows to watch. We're going to tell you what albums to listen to. Mm-hmm. What books to read. Mm-hmm. What YouTube channels to keep in touch with. Mm-hmm. What podcasts to listen to. What hobbies you can strike up. And of course, what video games you can play. Exactly, dude. So no matter what, no matter what you're interested in, no matter if the internet goes out, God forbid, you're still gonna have the book. You could have, you could have any you of these things downloaded. The <laughs> you'll have, you'll have, uh, you'll have plenty. All right, Jesse, you start off because your order's different than mine. Okay, do we want to start with uh, movies? Get your favorite one out of the way. Yes. Okay, you want me to start? Yes. My movie recommendation: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, you fucking hack! I know it was just recently out. Fucking hack! But it's long. We can all agree, yeah. very long movie, tons of rewatchability. You could sit, mm-hmm. you could just let it on repeat in your living room. Yep. When you wake up, start watching it, and when you wake up the next day, you're still watching it. Mm. You'd be happy with it the whole time. Much like The Exorcist. Not to mention, if you live alone, what better friends could you ask for? Than fake ones? Than, than, than those <laughs> starring in uh, Once Upon a Time, time in Hollywood, Hollywood, directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly, yeah, all those Also, won an Oscar, that's the only way you can tell if a movie's good. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know. I d- see. I like your your pick because like there's I've never watched that movie and then damn you're taking a big chunk of that <laughs> and walked out and been like wow I'm not fucking vibe tastic right now yeah. I don't feel beautiful it's also it's just a pretty movie to look at recommendation definite recommendation don't start with this movie this this is like a day six if yeah. you're stuck at home this is when this is when it starts to set in that this isn't gonna be good. Yeah. That this isn't a vacation, then you watch this, you're back to it. You're gonna you're gonna keep those spirits up. Sipping my ties, motherfucker. Yeah, you're you're on top time. of the world. <laughs> Feeling like Cliff Booth. What, uh, are you, what are you recommending the people? My movie is Contagion. No, oh, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my movie is The Town, starring Ben Affleck and okay. Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, Ooh. and formerly Batman. Directed by Ben Affleck. It is one of my favorite movies because it's about dudes in Boston doing crime. Mm. Y'all know me. My other favorite movie, The Parted. Part of the reason I like this movie the most is because at one point in the movie, there's a pivotal shot of an orange, and orange is my favorite fruit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I like this movie because Ben Affleck does not phone it in. 
it mm. seems like he really gives a fuck. And when Ben Affleck it's been really, a while since we've dude, seen that. it's that's fucking facts. But like when this man turns it on, like it's the most convincing shit I've seen. Mm. He's and he also still might be my favorite director. Jeremy Renner's a great actor. People forget that because he's Hawkeye, but he's a fucking fantastic actor. John Hamm's in this movie. Guy played Don Draper. Oh man. Also fucking awesome. Great cast. Can super I, fun can story. I just say, I'm not, I don't, as we know, we just cut it so we don't even talk about pop culture, but every single thing I've ever seen John Hammond where he's not acting and it's just him, he seems like the swellest guy in the world. The reason I have clear frame glasses, I was sitting with my friend Brandon, hi Brandon, and uh, we were watching this interview with John Hammond, he's wearing clear frame, clear frame glasses, and I looked at him and I went, damn, that dude's fucking hot. Brandon goes, yeah, he is hot. And then two weeks later, I bought clear frame glasses. <laughs> Brandon was like, because of John Hammond, I was like, yeah. John John Hamm needs to be sponsored by Ray-Bans Quick. Exactly. <laughs> and me. Alright. Those movies, what's next? I uh, gotta... Let's skip TV shows for now and get right into albums. Okay. Get right into albums. You wanna go first this time? Switch it up? Yeah, I will. Uh, so my album is Laissez-Faire by The Pesos. This is a very small band that yeah, barely like anybody knows. Uh, my The reason I found them is because of Spotify. My sister, like sent me some song she was listening to. She's like, oh, that's the wrong song. And I was like, yeah, let me let me try this band. And I, they only have two albums, but I've listened to those two so albums this over wasn't and over just, again. This wasn't like a Spotify ad or push. This was an accidental click. Yeah, essentially. This band. Yeah, my sister was like, oh, sent you the wrong song. And I listened to it, and I was like, this is one of my favorite songs. That's I love this song now. Okay. But yeah, I've listened to it a lot. It's like very low-key, and I don't know. It's It's just one of those bands where it's like... Has this like almost seventies vibe to it? You can chill out to it. Yeah, it's not like uh, aggressive, and also just the lyrics are nice. There's one point it goes, "This world is fucked, but we're still looking up." Like, maybe that's why I picked it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, that's nice. better. Also, I like it supporting small bands. God knows, in the Austin area, which includes way more than the Austin area, yeah. bands are hurting right now. They yeah. a lot of people have one huge week a year in this city that people travel around the world yeah. to play at and it's not happening this year. Dude, yeah, last week or last variety hour we talked about South by and it fucking got cancelled not even twelve hours after we posted. Yeah. It was and, a, or we recorded. It was a fucking bummer. Yeah. And I mean there's the big bummer that oh we don't get to go to South by but the bigger impact of that is local bars, local restaurants, local gig workers, yeah. people that drive for Uber Lyft, that's a ton of money that they rely on out of the equation yeah. now. Another it's very thing, scary. Another thing with small musicians, too, is like... So recently, I, I listened to Beach Bunny a lot. I listened to Beach Bunny when nobody fucking listened. Now they have like 2 million monthly listeners. I was there when they had like 10K. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I was like, oh, fucking, I'm a hipster. I have clout. There's nothing more fun if you're not a cunt than seeing a band be tiny and mm-hmm. a barely listeners and then blow up. Because I went to go see Beach Bunny at a fucking show... And it was the dopest shit ever. Yeah, this band, cool. the pesos. You, get to see the, you can even see the crowds grow if you get in it early. Yeah, because like I saw AJR. I mean, I didn't even get on at the early stages. They they weren't around this city, but like yeah. I saw them two years ago, and it was like a barely barely packed crowd. I think it still sold out, but it was at a smaller venue. Yeah. And then, then they were at the Austin Amphitheater, and I was just like, yeah. like holy! And they like on stage were like, we were here two years ago. And there was like 200 people. And when yeah. there was the best 200 people, but now there's like a thousand, and we don't know what to do on stage. And it's like, oh, yeah. my heart is just warmed up for these guys. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I, this was Beach Bunny's first tour that I went to go see him at. I'm telling you, man, just go on and listen to this or whatever the fuck and just find new bands. And okay, what was that album? Uh, Laissez Faire by the Pesos. 
As I fared by the Pacers. Okay, mine, I went the opposite direction, I guess, because I'm a piece of shit. You are. Uh, not not a small band at all. I said, listen to Weezer the Red album. Oh, that's not bad. Is Every song is sing-alongable. Yeah. And I feel like that's fun. That's a fun thing. That you, you're sweeping the house, you're going to do that clean. album. Yeah. We already cleaned the house, and we're going to do it again yeah. eight more times, because what else do you do? When you're yeah. staying at home all day and you get the house so much dirtier if you're not going to work. Yeah. That's the first thing I noticed. There were we'll, dishes at like 2 p.m. and I was like, where, where, where yeah. do these come from? We listened to the li- we were watching the shitty Lion King live action and we were like, ah, oh, this movie sucks. And then we all started singing the songs. <laughs> and we were like, wow, this is way more fun than listening to these fucking hacks. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I gotta give it, you can't listen to Weezer's, certain Weezer songs and not just be like, ah, this, yeah. is, this is fun. I'm having a blast. Yeah. Also, we'll put this down. Fuck all, fuck all the local bands that I support and try to help out. Mm-hmm. Weezer is the best concert I've ever seen live. Okay. And I know Weezer is known as like the like a fuckboy band or like an easy pick, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers or whatnot, but fuck off. That, they, Weezer's are not a fuckboy band. They're just a classic white dude likes this band. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> they, went, they went so hard, even though they're kind of older. And they just played hits. They've had a lot and of that's, practice. That's all, they, that's all people wanted. They played what the people wanted, and then they yeah. got everyone hyped, and then they fucked off. It was the best show I've ever seen. I'm going to listen to Weezer after this. Nice. All right, what's the next uh, the next topic? Uh, let's go Let's go YouTube channels. YouTube channels. You mean to start it yeah, up? Yeah, you start this one. I'm going to say uh, it's The Hill. The, that's the way they do their channel. Now, I'm not a huge fan of The Hill's and uh, any of their news coverage, but specifically Rising on the Hill, which is hosted by Crystal Ball and uh, Gennam Sager. Uh, they do... It, it it has a left bias, I will say that, um, but there's pretty much no news sources you can get that have a left bias, so it's kind of nice to see one that has the... Okay, let me be honest. MSNBC and CNN, they have a what some people call the left bias, but it's just a corporate bias. The same exact yeah. one that Fox News has, it's instead of hating uh, Hispanics, they hate... Uh, Poor people. Poor people. Like, it's just, that's that's all that they've swapped it out for. Mm-hmm. So, this gives a nice look. They give accurate coverage. And the cool thing is, Sauger, he's a Republican. Like, through and through. Doesn't like marijuana. A bunch of other weird takes. And he argues his points. And Crystal argues her points. And you get, they don't, like, hide behind this thing where they're like, we are impartial. And we give you, we give you impartial news. That's a fucking lie and we all know it. These yeah. two are like we, we have lead forward. Yeah, we have like <laughs> these. We have these biases. So take everything we say with a grain of salt. And I just I respect that a lot more than going into it and lying and saying, "Oh well, I'm I'm be I'm giving you the honest truth." They're like fuck off. There's no such thing. Yeah. Um. So that was the hill rising. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out because I've never seen that before. Mine is now this is pretty classic for me everyone knows that out of, out of this group i like rap way too much mm. uh it's uh, kenny beats he's a producer a lot of you will know uh he has this youtube channel where he brings rappers on and then they'll just sit there and like they just it's super fucking funny because a ton of rappers are hilarious yeah and they would go on there and he's like uh he's like all right look, describe me a beat or whatever and they give him a beat, and they go in freestyle. Sometimes it's hilarious. Like Zach Fox's Zach Fox might be the only person I'd ever. Because they're not like really trying to like make a song out of this. They're just trying to get like a. So, sometimes they do because yeah. you have like certain people who are just like they, they literally can't stop themselves. They're yeah. fucking the, the Has bars. Has anybody used that and then turned it into a song later on? Zach Fox did. Yeah, Zach oh, Fox, okay. yeah, but Zach Fox is like the funny guy, and he made this one. It's called "Jesus Is the One." I'm not gonna give anyone anything if you if you know this song, but if you don't know the song, it's hilarious. 
Uh, but they pretty much just go in there. Like Zach Fox is sitting there, and he just goes, "Give me a post 9-11 pre death of Whitney Houston type beat." He's like, "Give me a Bernie bro beat. <laughs> like, give me a life. Give me a pro life type beat." <laughs> Just shit like that. Then he just wraps some like nonsense over it. It was one of the funniest things I've seen. But it's pretty cool because you also get to see like a little bit into what goes in like quick production, yeah, and stuff like that. Which I've been playing around with producing a little bit. It's very mm-hmm. difficult, but it is cool to see someone who's so talented and can just get a few key words out of a rapper. Or someone who's very uh, someone who's very talented on the other side of the the part of it. Yeah, the, the biz. The biz. And then just see like oh wait that, sorry for our audience uh the biz is short we we in the biz we know yeah, this the biz the biz is short for business yeah um you wouldn't know that unless you were in the the business yeah what, which is what we call the biz yeah now now that we've explained that to the troglodytic fucks that listen to this <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh um, yeah anyway Kenny Beats go listen to him you get a fuckload of great content some awesome rappers and you also will find new music out of there. Because like one that. of my friends, I sh- showed him the Zach Fox one. He listened to Vince Staples and became a huge Vince Staples fan. Mm, I've seen Vince Staples live. Really? You just got to plug that one in there. I'm cool. I've done that. <laughs> Bitch, um, you thirsty. Please grab a Sprite. Yeah, I feel like YouTube uh, is also just a great one in general during during quarantine because you can go down holes. Mm-hmm. I, I am not a big YouTuber at all. I until recently i've just refused to use it never touched it unless i wanted like one specific video it's so funny you were just like i hate podcasts and youtube and now you're both (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah now that i've gotten into it sometimes you just go down those rabbit holes and they're not they're not the worst sometimes they're fun sometimes they're fun rabbit holes you gotta sit through the garbage to get some gold uh let's do video game keep it keep it high tech all right you go first yeah uh, Last of Us. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> Another sick oh, fucking really? joke. Okay. No, no, no. I haven't played Last of Us. Let's play that game. It's really fun. Uh, if you're stuck in a place, let's say we're stuck here in this house, there's a game called Lord of the Rings Return of the King. It was on GameCube and PS2. Oh. It is a hack em up or beat em up or whatever, and it, the whole thing's co-op. It is one of the most fucking fun games you will ever play, because there's nine characters... Well, 10, because Faramir is a bonus character, but whatever. We're not, we won't get into the intricacies. We won't get into the intricacies. The nerdy deep cuts from Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's super fun. It's something you can just run through real quick with your friends and then just do over and over again. It's one of the most fun games I played drunk with my friends while we were all just talking about dumb bullshit and two people were fucking out playing video games. Something like cute that. to look at. So if, but you got to be a nerd with a PS2 to play that one. No, you can have a GameCube, Xbox original. Okay. You gotta have an older console, though. Yeah, you have to be a big, fat, stinky nerd. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Which everyone should be. That game yeah, yeah. is amazing, and the, all those consoles we just lifted yeah. outside of the original Xbox are amazing. <laughs> you like Halo! What <laughs> do you that's, mean? That's, that's, that's its only redeem. Don't, oh, don't We're not getting into it. We're don't not getting into it. Uh, I got one that is more far-reaching. Could be people that don't even haven't played video games before. Recently, or not even that recently, the Halo. Oh, All of the Halos have been released. Just shit talk uh, Xbox for for the computer. <laughs> yes, and now you don't need the old Xbox. You can play Halo One and Reach. And I think with one, I haven't checked the specs, but you could probably play it on just an ordinary computer. It wouldn't run that fast, but it'd be playable. Yeah, you could pull it off because it's low graphics. There's nothing to worry about. It's just fun. Yeah, and I feel like games like Halo. They've kind of gone to the wayside in the past five to arguably ten years of gaming, uh, where there's just not that screen, there's not that sitting on the couch playing with friends 
There's not that join with three of your friends on the internet and play as a team together Mm -hmm. that we used to have back in the day. And I feel like when everyone's stuck at home and things aren't looking the happiest they have, what better thing to do than find you and three of your friends or up to eight of your friends, up to 16 if you play in one lobby, and you can all scream and yell at each other and have a blast and shoot each other in the face. We're probably going to play Halo in the next five hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I will be upset. If if we're not playing it, I'm playing it. That's what's going to happen. I feel like it's that nostalgia and that social aspect that that can be helpful right now. God, I would, I would kill to go back to the days I first played Halo 1. Yeah. It was amazing. I was like eight. Ugh. All right, let's That was going. the only times where all-nighters were a, were a thing that were looked forward to and not with fear. Yeah, the, la- <laughs> the last time I did I did an all-nighter, was, it was actually GTA 5 when it came out on the PS3. Really? That was the last all-nighter. I was like in like 11th grade. I remember <laughs> it was, I was like, this is like the end. You just feel it like <laughs> you're like it's over. Yeah, I can feel a drip of responsibility yeah. in my forehead I, right now. I got up and I was like, because we started at like 10 a.m. or whatever, and I got up and it was 10 p.m. and I was like, I was like Tyler, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Twelve hours. We like we just kept going. Oh my gosh, what's that? Got a uh, TV shows. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Shit. You go first. Okay, I got uh, I got two because I because I cheat and don't follow the rules. Heck, bitch! Uh, I'm gonna give out Working Moms mm. and I'm Sorry. Uh, these are two TV shows that I recommended to Ramsey about six months ago, and he fell in love with both of them. <laughs> Didn't finish either. <laughs> well, <fair>. <laughs> <laughs> got got. 75% through each was like, damn, what quality television just stopped touching them? <laughs> They're both super lighthearted, both uh, female leads that work in the media, the comedy media sphere. Um, it's just fucking hilarious. Like, you, you, you will actually laugh. If you're watching by yourself, it's one of the shows that you will laugh out loud while watching it. Because mm-hmm. I stopped watching it at work because I was laughing like a like an idiot in my cubicle and had to stifle things. What's your boss yelling at you for that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was listening to it at work. The screen's flipped over, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mine, so I have a few here because I also broke the rules because no. TV is impossible. <laughs> I have The Walking Dead. Huh, <laughs> psych. Oh, man, you could just watch. <laughs> By the time you finish The Walking Dead, we There's still... Ten seasons. Yeah. Watch the first three seasons of The Walking Dead. Watch the three seasons of The Leftovers. That's a show about 1% of the population disappearing due to the rapture, which mm. I'm rewatching Sons of Anarchy, but that's not what show I want to get into. What I'm getting into is Everybody Loves Raymond. It is the funniest fucking show that has ever existed, baby. <laughs> My God. It's uh, mostly for me, it's just because it's, I grew up watching that show, uh, like quite a lot. And it was, uh, it was one of those things. 32. Dude, I, I. <laughs> My favorite shows are Everybody Loves Raymond, The Golden Girls, I Love Lucy, Lucy. and Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. I am 30 years old. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, watch Everybody Loves Raymond. There's a ton of great family. If you come from a big family or like a family that's like Italian or like (laughs) Arab or Southern or whatever because they're all fucking crazy, Mm -hmm. it's great. You'll you'll love it. There's so many good episodes, especially like dealing with kids. Ugh. Kids are fucking... (laughs) Kids and old people. Fucking annoying. You gotta deal with them both. Yeah. But yeah, what's your love like Everybody does love a Raymond. Yeah. I haven't met somebody. People have a disdain for friends that I that, that we've talked about on the podcast. I kind of hate people that love friends too much. 
No one hates Everybody Loves Raymond. Nope. Never met never met an Everybody Loves Raymond denier. I met one Everybody Loves Raymond denier, and from that moment on, friendship tainted. Were they just a piece of shit? They're bad. They're kind of a C-word. Oh, well, there <laughs> you go. Kind of, kind of a C-word. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do, what do we got next? We got we got book. Shit. Books. You first, yeah, books. Yeah. Okay, so mine is like less fun. Whoa. But because it, it is within theme of like, oh, the world's ending. Okay. But it is one of my favorite books I ever read. It's called Last Babylon by Pat Frank. Book came out like 1950. It was a lot of like, oh, we're going to get fucking nuked and mm. shit. Um, but the reason I like this book a lot is because it was about this like random dude in this community who just like kind of had to step up. And was just like, okay, I'll be leader, but not like in a badass like Rick Grimes where he was like stomping people's heads mm. in. He's just like, okay, uh, you guys aren't doing anything right. You're just being weird and oh, like okay. separating. Then he went knocking on people's doors. Was like, let's go together. And then like one of the biggest parts of the book is they try and go. This is spoiler kind of, but just read no, for the no, ride. Don't, no, don't, no, don't. No, no, it's yeah. not. But it, this is just. It's not the whole book. You can't really spoil the book because okay, it's okay. like a slice of life thing. Gotcha. They're just like, we need to get salt. For our food, because we need to preserve it and wait until the government comes and gets us, or we need to preserve our meat and shit until the crop we can build crops. Yeah. And so they go to the coast and try and get salt and try and learn how to like mine salt. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. And it's like any and even like dealing with shitty people in that book is very normal because they're like, we have a gun and we're gonna deal. We're not gonna fucking blast people away. Yeah. It's it's see it's not like a realistic take, but it is one of the more real Grounded. yeah like logical stories where people weren't just like hey, let's be badass it was more like let's think about things a bit i liked it because it gives you like a, a, a real perspective of no nobody ever steps up in the way they do in movies it's yeah. not reasonable it's not actually gonna happen and he's not like the main he's not like the leader leader he's just a guy who like knows how to deal with shit yeah. I think one the of unsung his, hero. Yeah, I think his main like thing was that he just was like really good at debates and shit. And he was like he wasn't a politician, but he did something like handled politicians. I can't remember exactly, but it wasn't like a job where you'd think like, oh, this guy's badass leader of the resistance or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. One of, my, one of my favorite books. Gotcha. Well, I was gonna do my favorite book, but uh, it's super depressing. It's a, it's a Holocaust book. It's called Milkweed. And that's not the one I'm going to talk about. But okay. if, if that interests you, go for it. What I'm going to talk about is the opposite of that. It's called the Magic Treehouse series. You're just and fucking And what it. better thing could you be reading at a time when you're stuck in your in, in your own metaphorical treehouse than a book, about, <laughs> a book about two kids who go to their treehouse and then use their imagination to go on magical adventures? One of the weirdest series... That was never made into a TV show. I when I when I wrote that down, I had the thought that it's very strange they haven't turned this into some giant money making scheme. It makes me I want to Google if like the author just refused or something. He's like, I shall not. I don't believe in the television. Yeah, because it's it's like right up that alley that you could just bang out either movie after movie or series yeah. after series about each each individual <laughs> book. It's like Dragon Tales. They sing a song. They're like, "We're in the Civil War." Is <laughs> <laughs> Papa of Gettysburg? It's got uh, a very uh, yeah. It's, it's got that. It, it's, it's fun. Also, fuck it. You and else weird. So you got out. kids. Tons of kids. I mean, probably not our listeners, but maybe some. If you got kids at home during this time, they don't. They're not going to school. Need mm. something to entertain them. Oh, God. I can say that out of out of all the books I read as a, as a kid, the only ones that 
ever mattered to me were series of unfortunate events and the Magic Treehouse this and is, Milkweed. This is good. The only books that ever mattered to me were the Percy Jackson series, the first book of Harry Potter, and then fucking To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. I was like, mm, I'm nine. Racism is bad. I forgot about Harry Potter. You know why? Because it's bad? Because there's movies. And it, that just made me forget that the books existed. So maybe it's nice. Did you read the Treehouse. books? Yeah, I did. Oh, God. I got to four and it weighed more than me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm a fat kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? What's next? We got uh, podcasts. Oh. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Uh, so I got mine from my good friend, Cameron. Ooh. He showed his podcast called Dissect. Um, each season is a guy doing an entire album where he dissects like how it's made a bit, what they mean behind like behind he does like a ton of behind the music shit. Yeah. And ever since MTV went the, to the fucking wayside, like there hasn't mm. really been content like that. Um, my favorite season of his show, obviously, he did My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And I think the way he like dissects Runaway and just like the key beats and the way he talks about it in the beginning is probably the one thing that got me the most into the podcast because it also got me listening to music that. Like, he, I, I listened to, like, Lauren Hill recently. I never fucking cared about Lauren Hill at all. Yeah. Yeah, listen to Dissect. It's cute. That's it's that's interesting. You'll There's learn a... a lot about music. Yeah. Which is, it's, I personally think you should learn a lot about music and how movies are made. Because you, those are two things people consume a fuckload. That that hit me. That hit, That's annoying because I don't know anything about how either of those things work. Yeah. And I do consume a lot of them. Heck, Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so to talk more about how I'm a hack motherfucker, uh, I feel like I can only recommend things I legitimately listen to, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't listen to podcasts other than the loud and short of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that might change. I'm not saying I'm resigned to that life, but I'm saying yeah. in this moment, can't recommend anything. What I can recommend is if you, you are starting on this episode, you should just you should go back and listen to some of them. Because they've gotten better. You should start yeah. looking backwards so you have nothing to look forward to. Oh, I had a bit. A cute little bit, I was going to say. Now's a better time than any. If you are bored with your friends, go back to the In the Labs and just play the games. You'll have oh, a fucking blast. That is genius. Yeah. Yes, that's smart. Yeah, go back, listen to any of the In the Labs. Me and Ramsey played tons of games. That's literally all, we, all they've turned into because that's yeah. the way we work. We want it to be competitive and yeah. creative. And play those with your friends. And it gets us screaming. That would work <laughs> if, if you're lucky enough to have roommates during all of this. Or yeah. unlucky, depending on Or play with your situation. kids. Make your kids funny. That's and if true. they're not funny, you're just, they're hopeless. Yeah, they, better be, they better be cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going I'm to recommend going back and listening to some old episodes. Is episode re- 25, one of the best. If you haven't heard it in a while, go back and listen to it again. I believe... I'm, I don't want to ruin anything for the people. I just okay, know, I know right, I'll look myself. Ones. Uh, what do we got left? Uh, we got one more before we before we tune out for the okay. for the week. We got hobbies. Ooh, this is a little different. This isn't media you consume. This is something you do yourself. Yeah. So you want me to start? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, I've got cooking. I know a lot of people in my generation, the that that questionable area between Zoomer and Millennial. A lot of people don't cook. They're favoring tons of shit. They're eating out all the time. Or when they cook, we're talking like. I go buy the HEB meal readies. I make mac and cheese. Yeah. Every once in a while, I go crazy and I make chicken alfredo because I'm because I'm just feeling like this, a, feeling this like a casual, French chef. Yeah, this casual, casual mac and cheese. cheese. Um, but right now, if there's ever been a better time, 
most likely you have some free time right now. Uh, most likely, hopefully, if you can, you've gone out and you've gotten rice, you've got beans, you've gotten chicken to freeze, you've gotten things that will last, you've gotten preserves, yeah. things, things that will stay imperishables. Why can't I think of that word? Non-perishables. Took me a while to get that. Uh, Find Google recipes. Buy some seasonings when you're at HEB. What can I make with canned beets? (laughs) (laughs) Make a... There's so many good things that you can do with just... with, With leftovers that you don't... That you haven't touched in your kitchen for three years. Yeah. And I'm not even... I wasn't even that into cooking. And in the past year, I've kind of flipped on it. And got it's it's become it's really relaxing sometimes. Yeah. I still think people that sit down and cook a meal and then eat that meal are fucking insane. What I do is I find a nice recipe and then I cook two to three meals uh-huh. and then I store two of them to eat. So I only cook maybe twice a week yeah. or three times a week on a good week. But that that it is a relaxing experience to cook I, for an hour and have enough food to survive on. Real quick, I will bit. say my last roommate before I lived with y'all. One time I walked into the kitchen and he just made enough pasta for one bowl. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? And he was just like, I'm hungry, I just want lunch. And I was like, you fucking, that's not how you make pasta! You make it for ten meals! You cook like an Italian mother when you're in college, you fucking moron! I can't um, imagine waiting for a pot to boil and then only cooking enough for one meal. I, I couldn't ever do it. Uh, but yeah, the try. Uh, I definitely would experiment with cooking. My, I've been making more food recently just because I've been trying to eat healthier um your meals are what you make of them man you just eat baked chicken sweet potato and rice is not a fun combo all the time but it is when you add seasoning or you're just like I'm gonna put a little bit of cream cheese on this and yeah. just you, you figure figure it out also and track your calories <clears throat> watching watching uh, uh this one is absolutely against the tracking of calories but watching any happens. cooking show and specifically things that have to do with restaurants, the reason that when you cook at home, you're like, oh, this doesn't taste as good as that restaurant I go to, that's because that restaurant using a metric shit ton of butter and salt every time, along with every other seasoning and bad thing for you you can name. When you're at home and you're cooking for yourself, unless you are on a strict diet, which if you need to be, keep up, congrats, I'm, I'm proud of you, but if you don't, Go a little ham with that salt. Go a little ham with that cayenne pepper. Go a little ham with that butter. It's going to make it taste better. It's going to make you happier. Salt salt and cayenne pepper. The two zero-calorie things. (laughs) Well, that's... I mean, you still shit. It can can cause all all kinds of issues, heart issues Um, and whatnot. Even if you are being healthy, try new vegetables. Try new shit. Just... just, Because you're going to break your diet so fucking fast if you just eat the same thing every day. If you're cooking a full meal at home, including vegetables, a protein source, and a carb... uh, at home, and you use more salt and butter than you should, I promise you it's still healthier than if you had gotten a microwave meal. Even if you got the one that says, smart, healthy, heart healthy choice on it, it was still healthier to cook that shit yourself. Yeah. You're also going to eat the, you know, after you eat that lean cuisine, you're definitely going to eat after 25 minutes. Yeah, no, yeah. Look at any of those microwave healthy meals and check the sodium content on those and you'll find out why, how they make it so it's still edible and that, and that quote unquote healthy. All right. Let's move on to the to the, the end. The, the final hobby. This is my hobby. Cam girling. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I have two because I'm, I'm a hack. I'm going to plug myself in a little bit. Uh, we're going to be quarantined if we are, which we probably will be locked down eventually. Yeah. Uh, I would say a lot of people are buying alcohol. Um, don't just chug beer. Like Buy alcohol. Learn how to buy alcohol. Learn how to use it. 
Or if you're chugging beer, buy nice beer. Buy local beer. Or just buy a 24-pack of Miller Lite and a six-pack of Tecate. <laughs> just live your best life like I have been. Like this morning I was like, or not this morning, this this afternoon at like <laughs> 4, 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. I was like, I want a Bloody Mary. And I was like, do we have any regular vodka? Jesse was like, no. And I was like, is this blueberry vodka going to taste good? He said, no. <laughs> he was like, but try the orange creamsicle. And I did. And I used it and I put a shitload of Worcestershire sauce and hot sauce on it. And it tasted delicious. Because there was a little bit of sweetness. I like that. That's in the same realm as cooking. Yeah. If you can be a good cook and a... Or, not a good cook. If you can know how to use ingredients in a kitchen in a reasonable manner, A, you're going to get better girlfriends and boyfriends throughout your entire mm-hmm. life. Uh, B, you're just going to be happier. And it's just a better way to live. And the same thing applies if you know how to take, if you know which mixers go with mi- which uh, liquors. Mm-hmm. You're just, it, people that don't know how to make a rum and coke, there's people out there that just don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think just overall, if you can't follow a recipe, you have I have no hope for you in life in general. You're kind of just fucked. People um, that make a rum and coke and don't put a tiny bit of lime in it? <laughs> you're disgusting. You don't use seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for, real quick, real quick plug before we wrap up here. Um, try making one thing in this entire quarantine or whatever. Oh, I know can't it's boring. end on that note and bring it up around me. Why? I do nothing but... If I have my free time, I do nothing but woodworking and home projects. Yeah, not just like physically, but just do something. If you want to do something creative or just like start something new, like a hobby or whatever the fuck, just just make something. Yeah. It's going to make you feel better. You're like, all right, well, I started something. And honestly, dude, if you try something new and it sucks ass, no one needs to know. That's true. There, I have 800 fucking scripts that I've deleted since I've been in like 10th grade. And a fuckload of podcasts I started before <laughs> me and Jesse got together. Also, absolutely no one cares. If you do want to broadcast it out to the world, literally anybody that looks at something that somebody else spent their free time doing and is like, this isn't good, fuck that person. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that person to the end of the year. Worst case, your friends are either going to support you bl- like blindly or they're going to roast you for like two seconds and be like, nah, but like, it's, it's, I'm happy you're doing this. And generally, you're going to get a mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if, if uh, me and Ramsey are any... Uh, any indication you're gonna get yeah. a mix of your shit's garbo, we hate it, or uh, no, we love it, it's the yeah. best. And if you think our shit sucks, you can't come to our parties. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Roll Next the week, we will give oh, you a shit. monthly movie review. Yes, monthly movie review if we can get past the quarantine. <laughs> Roll the outro music. Thanks for listening. <laughs>